Hello, and welcome to the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast. On today's episode, we are talking all about burnout. If you are feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, and kind of like everything sucks right now, you might be headed towards burnout. So today we're going to be talking about some of those signs and warning signs um, and what you can do to prevent it. So I'm giving you actionable steps that you can implement today to help you combat burnout. Today's episode of the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast is brought to you by the Empowered Boss Lab Academy. The Empowered Boss Lab Academy is for any entrepreneurs that are feeling a little bit overwhelmed and are ready to finally take control of their systems and organization. If this sounds like you, head on over to theempoweredbosslab.com to find out more information. Welcome to the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast, where we explore how you can give yourself permission to run your business and live your dream life on your own terms. You started your business to have more freedom. Let's help you find it. I'm your host, Chelsea B. Foster. Let's dive into today's topic. All right, so today we are talking about burnout. And before we get started, I just want to make sure that we are all on the same page when we are talking about burnout. So burnout is when you are completely physically, mentally, and or emotionally exhausted. A lot of times it's also going to be accompanied by feeling detached and alone, like you aren't good enough or worthy. And really just like everything in the world sucks. Um, There's a lot of depression is very common and insomnia is very common. Um, We'll dig into some of those signs as well. But So that is just our baseline. When you are physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted, you're having a lot of negative feelings and emotions all at the same time. That is a sign that you are burned out. All right, so specifically, let's look at some of the symptoms and signals that you may be experiencing that will let you know you're either headed towards a burnout or that you have already burned out. So one of the signs that you may be burned out is that you are struggling to get out of bed. You feel like you just never want to get up. You just want to stay in bed all day, pull the covers over your head. You don't know why you're doing what you're doing, what or how it's important or what difference it's making in the world. Um, The root cause of this particular sign is that you don't feel worthy or know your value. And a lot of times that comes just from not being in alignment or not remembering what your mission and vision are. So my suggestion to you, your first step is to go back to your mission and vision, read through them, make sure that they are still important to you. And sometimes you need to just go back and remember, okay, why did I start this work? How does it feel? When I actually do this work, am I feeling those feelings or have I gotten off on some tangent and I'm no longer doing that important work that makes me feel satisfied and fulfilled? It may also be that that work is no longer a good fit and that it's time to pivot or make a change. If this is in your nine to five, it might be time to start looking at a different position. Another thing that you can try is journaling. Um, This is actually something that I do a lot whenever I do forget about what I'm doing, why it's important, why I'm the person that should be doing it, is I'll go back and I'll journal, what about, what is the impact that I'm making? 
How is it making a difference for my clients? And I'll get really, really specific and talk about specific clients and the impact that my help is having in their lives and in their businesses. So again, we're going back and we are actually writing down what that impact is. And we're taking it from this abstract idea that's in our head and we're making it very concrete and it's right there in front of us on pen and paper. And like I said before, sometimes you have been in a misalignment and it is time to make a change. And whether that is you need to change your focus or change up your routine or even go ahead and pivot in your business or let go of something in your business that isn't working. Whatever it is, you need to go back and remember why it's important. What is your ultimate goal here with your business or with your job? What is that bigger purpose that you have in your life? And if you can't remember, pull out your vision statement. And if you haven't written one, I highly encourage you to do this. It is super simple. It does take a couple weeks to get it fine-tuned, but um, once you do it, it makes everything so much easier in your business. And again, when you do start feeling this little shift where you don't feel um, like you're worthy or that you know why what you're doing is important, it's a great document to be able to come back to, to refocus and to re-energize yourself and to get excited about, well, this is why I'm doing this. All right. Sign number two, you are feeling distracted and unfocused. And this is true, especially when you have a ton of work to do. You know you have all this work to do. You just can't figure out how to get started or you can't make yourself get started. You know how to get started, you just can't make yourself. So whenever this is happening, the root cause is usually that your expectations are are unclear or that you are just completely and totally overwhelmed. So here's what I suggest. Very first thing, make a list of everything that needs to be done. Get it out of your head and onto paper. And seriously, write everything down on this list. Include that you need to go to the dry cleaners and that you need to go fill up your car with gas and that you need to return the shoes you bought last weekend. Like everything, get it all out on paper. And then we're going to triage that list. So what things need to be done today? And I want you to be very honest with yourself because a lot of things that we think need to be done today don't actually need to be done today. Think about the things that absolutely have to be done today and what can be put off and done tomorrow or next week or even next month. Okay, so we're going to make the list. We're going to triage that list. And then we're gonna look at those things and decide what can we delegate and automate and get off of our list and give them to someone else. Because a lot of times we have stuff on our list that we don't even need to be doing in the first place, right? So let's go ahead and give ourselves permission to delegate some of the things off of our list and enlist some help. And then we're going to make our action plan. And I want you to actually break down the first couple steps of each project, because a lot of times just getting started is the hardest part. And once you get started, you're able to run with it and you feel like you know what you're doing again, especially if you're stuck on number or sign number one, where you're feeling like you don't know your purpose, having those first couple steps that are very concrete and very actionable written down and ready to go and you know when you're going to do them and how you're going to do them 
can help you give that, get the momentum back and actually start working again and feeling like you understand what you're doing, like what you're doing matters. Okay, so sign number one was that you don't feel like you know what your purpose is or how it's making a difference. Sign number two is that you're feeling really distracted and unfocused. All right, sign number three is that you're getting frustrated easily. And this could be you're getting frustrated at your clients. You're getting frustrated at yourself. You're getting frustrated at any of your coworkers or teammates. Could even be that you're getting frustrated at your spouse, your kids, your dog. No joke, I, this is one of the very first signs for me that I'm starting to burn out is when I am frustrated all the time. The dishes aren't clean, that frustrates me. The dog keeps barking, that frustrates me. And I mean like frustrate to the point of anger. There are two root causes of this frustration. The first one is a fear of failure and a fear that you're letting everyone down and that you're not meeting expectations. If that is where you're at and that's the cause of your frustration, simply take a step back and ask yourself, are these expectations self-imposed? A lot of times they are. And I know for me, almost every time that I'm feeling frustrated because it's coming from fear, especially a fear of not meeting expectations and letting people down, it's totally self-imposed. Those are things that I have told myself are important and have to be done a certain way, and they don't. No one else cares except me. No one else will notice if the dishes sit in the sink for the night. No one will know. My husband doesn't even notice. He is totally fine leaving them there all week. I am the only one that cares. And so that expectation I'm putting on myself and adding stress on myself because of some weird expectation that I have to have the house looking nice all the time. It doesn't matter. So if you're sitting here and you are feeling that fear, especially if it's failure and meeting expectations, I want you to just make sure, are those expectations self-imposed? And if they are, can we change them? Or can we just let go of them completely? If you're able to let go of them completely, I can't even tell you how much mental space that's going to clear up so much. And if you're able to shift them and change those expectations so they are more realistic and fit within your time frame, you're also going to feel a huge freedom and you're going to feel that excitement again. And like things are manageable again. All right. Root cause number two of feeling super frustrated all the time is that there's a misalignment. And this is especially true if you're getting frustrated with clients, with your work, or with your coworkers. So if this is the case, it is time to figure out, okay, is there a misalignment in the tasks, in the fit with the client, in my role, in this whole thing, like what actually is going on? And it's time to start making some changes. So I can tell you last year, I was getting super frustrated with myself and with my projects, um, not because there was a misalignment with my clients. I loved my clients, they were amazing, but I was just not getting excited about designing wedding invitations anymore. And so that was a huge clue to me that it was time to go ahead and pivot and realign my mission because yes, I still want to help people, but 
doing that through wedding invitations wasn't feeling right anymore. And it was time to change. And again, my first sign was that I was getting frustrated with myself. Like I never wanted to work on projects. And when I did, I didn't like the way that they were. I was waiting until the last minute to do them. Never a good sign. It may also mean that it's time to make a change and either let go of a client or move on to a different job or even to ask for some help and reevaluate your expectations and all of the job, all of the tasks that are being assigned to you, especially if you're still in a nine to five. Sometimes you just need to talk to your boss and figure out, okay, all of these things that you're giving to me, should they be on my plate or could someone else be doing them? And again, you need to go back and figure out what is your purpose? Why are you here? Is what you're doing currently still in line with that? Or is it time to make a shift and a change? All right. So sign number four that you may be on the way to burnout is you are feeling alone. Like no one understands you. No one understands what you're going through and no one can help. Okay. First of all, I want you just to hear this. You are not alone. You are not the first person to experience whatever you're experiencing and you will not be the last person to experience it. And there is someone else out there that can relate and can help you. All right. The root cause of this feeling is going back to that feeling of not feeling worthy. Is that you feel like your existence is totally unique And in some aspects it is, but in a lot, our existences are very similar. Just go listen to anyone's story out there and you're going to find something in their story that you can relate to. So if this is where you're at, I want you to stop and talk to someone, right? I know it sounds counterintuitive because you think no one else will understand, but I really want you to reach out to someone and talk to them, but not just anyone. A lot of times talking to our spouses who we think would be a great person to talk to about these things. They may not be a good person to talk to about this, especially if it has to do with your business because they may not be entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial struggles are very different from the struggles in a corporate nine to five. And a lot of times if you haven't tried running your own business, you don't understand how it is and how it feels. Even with me and my husband, he had a a team with him. He's a co-founder of three people. He was not starting his business by himself. And so when I was starting my business, I often felt alone and like no one understood me. Even though he has started a business, a very successful business, I felt like he couldn't relate because he had someone to lean on and I, I was just me. So I want you to find people that are in your same spot. They are, if you're a solopreneur, find other solopreneurs to talk to. If you're a creative find other creatives to talk to. All right. Those are the people that you should be surrounding yourself with and sharing these thoughts with. And that may mean, um, finding them on Instagram. If you follow someone and you know that they are also a solopreneur in your industry, go ahead and DM them. If you're out there and you're a coach or you're in the wedding industry and you need help, DM me. I would love to talk to you. Join a Facebook group. I I'm not a huge fan of Facebook groups, but this is one area where they do excel. 
especially if it's a smaller group. You do have that community aspect. And that's really what you're missing here is that you don't feel like you have a community and you don't feel like you have a support system. So we're trying to find that support system. Another great way is to join a community or networking group. I absolutely love the Rising Tide community, especially if you're here in the Bay Area with me. Come to the San Jose group. We absolutely love having people from all different types of businesses, and we love getting real and talking about the struggles within our business. So find yourself a group like that. That's what you need is that support and the place where you can come and talk about it. And talk to a therapist. I can't tell you how much getting a therapist earlier this year has helped me, both in my business and in my personal life. I personally love using Talkspace because for one, it's a little bit cheaper than an in-person person. And also I travel a lot. So having something online has been amazing in helping me be able to stay on a regular schedule and still get my therapy sessions in no matter where in the world I am. Um, I even did a therapy session in a lift going from my grandma's house to the airport. And then I finished it up in the airport. So literally you can do your therapy session anywhere, but talking to a therapist is incredibly helpful because they can see things that you don't often see, and they can ask the questions to help you dig a little deeper and really find, okay, well, why am I actually feeling this way? What is causing this? And then help you work through it. All right. Sign number five is that you're working 24 seven. You are spending all of your days and all of your nights working, thinking about work, being on your phone, being in front of your computer. And the root cause of this is a lack of balance and boundaries. So first step to helping you with this is to set some boundaries, right? And the first thing you should do is set a schedule for yourself and stick to it. So I, when I was first starting this, I'll be really honest. When I first started my business, I was super workaholic. I worked a lot of hours and was not making any money. Um, and so what I did was I started setting some timers for myself and I simply started with working on my eating. So I set timers for my lunch hour, made sure that I took a break to eat some food. I set a timer at the end of the day to actually go in and eat some dinner. <laughs> I know it sounds really weird, but I had to, otherwise, I was not going to take any time to stop and eat. And I would get to the end of the day, seven or eight o'clock at night, and I will have not eaten anything all day. I'd be super grumpy and super frustrated with everything and everyone and just really angry and hangry. So go ahead and set some timers for yourself so that you take the time to stop working and do something else. All right. While we're talking about your schedule, I want you to look at your to-do list and see if some of those things that are on there, they could maybe be taken off. Like we said earlier in this episode, not everything that is on your plate necessarily needs to be staying on your plate. And sometimes it is time to start delegating and get them off your plate or just deleting them altogether. I know I had website revamp on my list all year long. And finally, I just decided to take it off my list for a couple months because it was doing nothing but adding stress to me. And it was not something that was super high on the priority list. I had other things that I wanted to do. 
And so by taking it off of my to-do list completely, or by giving it a specific time to be on my to-do list, I was able to let that part of my brain that was worrying about my website just completely let go of it until it was time to focus on it again. And then I could focus on other things that I needed to be doing. Another thing is to actually start looking at how you're using your time. I absolutely love doing a Pomodoro sprint or a get stuff done session sprint um, to help me focus and make sure that I am maximizing my time especially when I find myself being nitpicky and looking at every single detail and not letting myself move on. Um, I love doing this, these when I'm working on blog posts or podcast episodes or on graphics for different things. And so I give myself a set amount of time to get a task done. And at the end of those, that amount of time, usually I do 25 minute sprints or 45 minute sprints. So let's say at the end of a 45 minute sprint, Whatever I have done is what's going to be done. I'm not going to spend any more time on it. And it helps me be able to quickly work through my to-do list and get things done without getting stuck on perfectionism. So definitely take some time, try those methods, see if they are help you be able to get more done in less time. Because a lot of times when we're working 24-7, it's that we're really unfocused. We're not taking the time to actually work on things that are important and get them done quickly. And so by setting that timer for yourself, you're giving yourself a limit. This is the amount of time that I have lauded for this thing. And I'm going to get it done in that amount of time. All right. The other thing you can do is schedule activities to start whenever you want to quit work. So one of my absolute favorite things to do is to schedule some kind of self-care activity. So a pedicure or my hair appointment, or even like a walk around the block at the end of my day. And so I'll set a timer for that time for like 15 minutes before so that I remember to stop and then stop working and go do that fun activity. It gives me an excuse to actually stop working because honestly, I will probably always be a workaholic. I love working and I could work forever. And my to-do list is about a million pages long all the time. So like scheduling that time and giving myself permission to stop working in that particular way has helped me be able to work less and give myself more of a balance. I also love to use my three-tier self-care system whenever I um, feel like I'm getting a little overwhelmed. I'm going to pull that list out and make sure that I'm taking 15-minute breaks throughout the day and doing something on my tier two list or my tier one. Just get those things out of the way. Make sure that I am still spending time on self-care things, um, but not neglecting work because honestly, I still need to get that stuff done. The other thing I do is make your daily tasks, your top three, be self-care related. So instead of focusing on work and all your to-dos, go ahead and give yourself permission to eat a healthy breakfast or go on a 15 minute walk in the morning or to even listen to an audiobook or read for five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever you want. Give yourself permission to do three things first thing in the morning that are totally for you. It may even be just drinking a cup of coffee in total silence. All right, so sign number six that you might be on the edge of burnout is that you keep getting sick 
or you can't sleep. So illness and insomnia are two very, very good signs that you are burning out. The root cause is usually overstimulation, overwhelm, and worry. So a lot of times, especially when you can't sleep, you're just making lists in your head. Lists and lists and lists, and you're worrying and worrying and worrying about all the things that need to be done and all the things that could go wrong. So really what you need to do is give yourself a day off. Like, honestly, you are stressing about way too many things, and it is time to just let your body and your mind rest. Physically, get away from your workspace, get away from your computer, don't even look at it, turn all the notifications off on your phone, and just let your body and your mind rest. This is especially true if you're also getting sick. Take the day off and let your body heal. That is what it's telling you. It's telling you that it is getting overwhelmed and overworked and that it needs a break. So go ahead and listen to your body and give it a break. The other thing you can do is go ahead and make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Plenty, plenty of water. A lot of times when we can't sleep, it's because we are dehydrated. And a lot of times because we've been stressing about everything, we forget to drink water. So go ahead and let yourself drink some water. And eat some good things for your body. I know when I am super stressed, I tend to eat all the junk food. Like chocolate sounds so good when I'm stressed. Um, But if I go ahead and feed myself healthy foods like vegetables and fruits, Um, and healthy grains, then just that act of treating myself to healthy things, I give myself permission to treat myself in other healthy ways, like not working all the time. I also love to go ahead and schedule a day off to do something fun and frivolous. So maybe it is going out for drinks with the girls or just going shopping by myself or whatever seems fun and frivolous to you, go ahead and schedule that and make sure that you get to go do that and spend some time for yourself, not thinking about work, not worrying about your clients. Like Just go do that. The other thing I love to do, as I'm sure you probably guessed after listening to this podcast, um, is go ahead and make a list inside Asana and get everything out of my head and put down on paper and make a plan for when I'm going to actually tackle all of these things. Um, If you haven't listened to this creating your own schedule episode, I think it's episode three, I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. Go back and listen to that and actually create a schedule for yourself so you know when you're going to be working on client work. You know when you're going to be working on emails. You know when you're going to be working on admin tasks. Because a lot of our worry is that we're worried that we're going to forget something or we're worried that something isn't going to happen. And when we take out that worry by giving it a time and giving it its place on your day and in your week, then you don't have to worry about it anymore. And you're gonna be able to go to sleep a lot faster, to not get sick all the time, because you're not stressing over every little detail. All right, so this is just a short list of signs that you may be headed for burnout. There are other signs as well, specifically more serious mental and physical health symptoms. And if that is where you are, it is 100% time to take a step back. and 
I want you to go get some help from professionals. It might be that you need to go to your doctor. It might be that you need to hire a therapist. Whatever it is, your health should be your number one priority. And if you listen to Tuesday's episode, you know Stephanie told us that our businesses are only as healthy as we are. And she is 100% right. If you aren't healthy and you're not feeling your best, your business is going to reflect that. So definitely take time to let yourself rest, let yourself heal and recover so you can be present and give your all to your clients. All right, so if you are feeling like that is me, this is where I am, I don't wanna go further down the burnout rabbit hole, I want you to give yourself permission to take a break. All right, whether that's an hour and you go outside and take a walk and get away from your computer, or it's that you take a couple sick days and you don't do anything, go ahead and let yourself do that. Whatever it is that you need to do to take care of yourself and make sure that you are healthy, that is what I want you to give yourself permission to do. So your permission slip today is just simply, I give myself permission to take a break so that I can rest, recharge, and refocus and be fully present in my business. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can head on over to the show notes to download your permission slip, read more show notes. And if you love today's episode, I would love it if you would head on over to iTunes to leave an honest review. These reviews help me be able to continue producing content for you each and every week. Have a great day.